Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey chickens, we're still uh, on about the giggle. We're still in the middle of a very uh, in-depth message from Kendall, um, which made me think about therapy (laughs) and how it pertained to (laughs) regeneration. That's what happens in this podcast. Um, Kendall asks, how will this work with two doctors? Will they team up to fight the big bad at some stage? How come the David Tennant doctor gets to live with Rose and Donna and the other poor versions just had to suck it up and cross into the other realm of consciousness? <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't begrudge him all uh, that. And I love a happy ending. Just thinking that other regenerations might get a little jealous. Wait, can you be jealous of yourself? Oh, my head. Um, well, interestingly, Russell G. Davis has said that this bi-generation travels backwards through the regenerations and that they all have somehow survived their regeneration while also regenerating. So, I'm like, okay, that's an interesting concept. Um, so, they don't need to do the the weird telephone pole um, <laughs> region anymore or anything like that. They can all just kind of like live in the world as, as if they'd kept going. Because um, there's also that, like, you know, there was the rumour going around that there was going to be a David Tennant and Catherine Tate spin-off. There's also a rumour that there's going to be a Paul McGann spin-off, none of which has been confirmed. I think the only one that um, the BBC have said is actually happening is a unit spin-off which features Kate um, and I think Mel? I can't remember. Uh and hopefully Shirley. Uh, but yeah, that is all that I know about, really. Because um, I try not to read, like, the spoilery bits of business. Because it's spoilers. Don't like them. And often they turn out to be wrong or slightly wrong-headed or slightly weird. And then you see the episode and you're like, oh, I'd kind of 
decided it was going to be about this and it's nothing like that at all. So it's easier to go in blind. Um, oh, there's another thing. That's that's a, a another thing that I've been trying to get out of my vocabulary is things like using the word blind as um, something that's not referring to someone who's vision impaired. So it's you know it's it's using it as a, a in a metaphorical or an allegorical way is is kind of problematic on some level so yeah i'd rather than saying that i should really say i'd rather go in not knowing anything about it um because it's kind of implying that there's something awful about uh someone who is vision impaired when they you know they're living their lives and they're having, you know, a great time. And so the only, the only thing that's terrible is that we think that there's something wrong with them. <laughs> like that's the bad thing uh, to them. Their life is their life, and you know that don't. If they're not missing out on something, then how do how do we know that they're not having a better experience of life than we are? Um, anyway, that's, that's, this is, oh my God, when, when did this become a, a philosophical podcast? Uh, I guess it always has been on some level, hasn't it? Um, anyway, uh, Kendall says, as Nairi mentioned, the gold tooth was a total Harold Saxon ring moment. Which master will we see next? Could we ever see Missy again? I mean, I do wonder if Jinx Monsoon is playing an incarnation of the master. Like, I wonder if that's who that character is meant to be that we're going to meet at some point. Who knows? Um, uh, also, Kendall's very excited. Confirmed Doctor and... <laughs> the Doctor and Donna are brother and sister. Hearing him call Donna's family, his in-laws, was such a sweet and wholesome moment. Next stop, Destination Christmas, um, which you've all seen. I haven't because I'm in my theory dome time, Eddie. Um, and uh, Kendall has an extra thought. I feel that each doctor since the war doctor and perhaps before has dealt with trauma in their own way. And by the time we got to 13, while there were aspects of her that were joyful and exuberant, she was absolutely suppressing her pain. Even when it came to Yaz, she never fully opened up. And unlike 10, 11 and 12, she rarely let slip any sign that she was struggling. If you rewatch Capaldi's regeneration episode, he's so obviously sad and tired from losing friends and family, uh, aka River Song. He even resists regeneration and almost opts for dying instead. So perhaps 13 was a result of, okay, I'll go again, but this time everything's going to be different and happy. But you can't force that, and pretending you're not hurting doesn't make you better. Regeneration back into 10 reflects that the Doctor just couldn't, as Donna said, keep staggering on like this. Therefore, 14 is so much more open to saying, I love you, so much better at being truthful about his emotions, and now we'll have 15 who will reap the rewards of that with better mental health than the Doctor has ever had before. Yeah, I kind of love that too. Like the hugging thing, like the Doctor's like, oh yeah, I hug now. Um, like that was all, again, as an, a, a kind of like an extension of the 13th Doctor uh, being that character, that kind of touchy-feely, very exuberant Doctor. Um, yeah, I really kind of like that. 
Um, next we have Jordan who says, introducing the beside myself theory. I do love a title. <laughs> I woke this morning with the Hooniverse seeping into my thoughts, robbing even my sleep of peace. I pondered the implications of the timeless child revelation, which suggests that the Doctor might have unlimited regenerations and a treasure trove of forgotten lives, lives that were spent subjected to experiments that laid the foundations for this power of rebirth for all Time Lords, all before the Time Lords wiped the Doctor's mind, allowing for an innocent fresh start on Gallifrey. Now, with the advent of the Doctor's bi-generation being canon, my mind races. Could this incarnation cycle not be the Doctor's first brush with such duality? The Master, once the Doctor's childhood friend, similarly eludes the confines of regeneration limits. And here lies the seed of my conjecture. Perhaps the Doctor and the Master are manifestations of the same being. <gasps> Jordan, what are you saying? Look closely at the 14th and 15th Doctors, Jordan says. The latter emanates a carefree, youthful spirit, while the former appears laden with the remembered weight of prior incarnations' trauma. What if the Master's malevolence is born from the residual scars of those early lives of enduring time... Oh, of enduring Time Lord experimentation and torture. This pain, too great to be housed within a single entity, might fracture the self, splitting one being into two, much like an amoeba's mitosis. Oh, wow, this has gone full science. And this brings me to another thought. Might this duality have inspired the phrase, I'm absolutely beside myself? <laughs> It represents a compelling case for the cycles of trauma and rejuvenation that define both the Doctor and the Master. Jordan, this is a lot. I love it, but it's a lot. I mean, what a berserk theory. Because, you know, for a long time, there was a theory that the Master was the Doctor's brother. Um back when the Doctor and the Master were only ever male, uh, so that they were siblings on some level. Um, and then there was talk that they went to the Academy together, so they knew each other in childhood, they grew up together, and that's why the Doctor has, you know, you forgive the terrible behaviour of your friends uh, when you grow into adulthood, like the people who've been with you a long time. And it takes a long time to say about someone you've known for most of your life um if they treat you terribly uh it's you know what's weird is like we will put up with from friends that we've had for a long time behavior that we wouldn't put up with someone that we're in a relationship with and i was saying this the other day on the dianelli podcast um it was on a, a kind of like a bonus patreon episode um they did like a live uh, Zoom, where people could come and ask questions. But I, like, someone was dealing with a friend who was being behaving appallingly, as far as I was concerned. But you know, when you're an adult, you you kind of hold on to some friends the same way you hold on to family. In that you go, you kind of sometimes put up with terrible behavior from your family because it's like, well, it's my family. They don't know any better. You know, just because I've had a lot of therapy and I've evolved doesn't mean I have to. You know, uh, I, 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 I just put up with them and, you know, I only see them once a year, which is why Christmas is difficult for people. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of think that we sometimes put up with behavior from friends that we've had for a very long time that we shouldn't have to. Uh, and you either call it out 
or you just don't engage with those people anymore. Like you have to kind of at some point, yeah, go, you're, I don't want you to be part of my life anymore. And I feel like the doctor has never gotten to that place with the master slash Missy. Like he's always trying to rehabilitate them, always trying to go, come on, stop being silly. We'll sort all this out. And then they, you know, it's, it's, they, they keep getting constantly re-traumatized by this person who they've known for a really long time and they refuse to let go of. And sometimes I think maybe the doctor needs to let go of the master slash Missy. Like, maybe the Doctor needs to stop trying to be friends. Anyway, that took a very strange and dark turn. Um, We'll be back in the next episode with more. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.